Many of you have asked for it, and so I spent some of my paternity leave creating it, an introductory stoicism course. The best part? I've launched it using Gumroad's pay-what-you-want model. So if you want to pay $0, you can get the course for free. That's right, free. Learn more and enroll in the course by going to understandingstoicism.com. That's understandingstoicism.com. I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform, and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it, and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which, from personal experience, I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often. So stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Welcome back for Kaptan. I am glad you're here. Today we have a letter from Seneca, letter 31, as it happens, and I'm going to approach this one a bit differently because Seneca's letters always deserve a bit of reflection, and up till now, I've been interpreting them for you and providing my own reflection and view of them, and maybe for this one, I want you to reflect on your own. So today, for this letter, I'd like you to listen to it and then reflect on your own without my input. Then either share those things with the Discord community, which if you're not part of, you can go to stoicismpod.com forward slash Discord, get right in, it's totally free, and drop your thoughts in the episode follow-up channel, or simply benefit privately from that reflection and write this stuff down in your journal. And with that, I will stop wasting your time. Here it is, letter 31 from Seneca's Moral Letters to Lucilius. Now I recognize my Lucilius. He is beginning to reveal the character of which he gave promise. Follow up the impulse which prompted you to make for all that is best, treading under your feet that which is approved by the crowd. I would not have you greater or better than you planned, for in your case the mere foundations have covered a large extent of ground. Only finish all that you have laid out, and take in hand the plans which you have had in mind." In short, you will be a wise man if you stop up your ears. Nor is it enough to close them with wax. You need a denser stopple than that which they say Ulysses used for his comrades. The song which he feared was alluring, but came not from every side. The song, however, which you have to fear, echoes round you not from a single headland, but from every quarter of the world. Sail, therefore, not past one region, which you mistrust because of its treacherous delights, but past every city. Be deaf to those who love you most of all. They pray for bad things with good intentions. And, if you would be happy, entreat the gods that none of their fond desires for you 
may be brought to pass. What they wish to have heaped upon you are not really good things. There is only one good thing, the cause and the support of a happy life. So trust in oneself. But this cannot be attained unless one has learned to despise toil and to reckon it among the things which are neither good nor bad. For it is not possible that a single thing should be bad at one time and good at another, at times light and to be endured, and at other times a cause of dread. Work is not a good. Then what is a good? I say, the scorning of work. That is why I should rebuke men who toil with no purpose. But then, on the other hand, a man is struggling towards honorable things, in proportion as he applies himself more and more, and allows himself less and less to be beaten or to halt. I shall recommend this conduct and shout my encouragement by saying, By so much you are better. Rise, draw a fresh breath, and surmount that hill, if possible, in a single spurt. Work is the sustenance of noble minds. There is, then, no reason why, in accordance with that old vow of your parents, you should pick and choose what fortune you wish should fall to your lot, or what you should pray for. Besides, it is base for a man who has already traveled the whole round of the highest honors to be still importuning the gods. What need is there of vows? Make yourself happy through your own efforts. You can do this if once you comprehend that whatever is blended with virtue is good, and that whatever is joined to vice is bad. Just as nothing gleams if it has no light blended with it, and nothing is black unless it contains darkness or draws to itself something of dimness. And as nothing is hot without the aid of fire, and nothing cold without the aid of air. So it is the association of virtue and vice that makes things honorable or base. What then is good? The knowledge of things. What is evil? The lack of knowledge of things. Your wise man, who is also a craftsman, will reject or choose in each case as it suits the occasion, but he does not fear that which he rejects, nor does he admire that which he chooses, if only he has a stout and unconquerable soul. I forbid you to be cast down or depressed. It is not enough. It is not enough if you do not shrink from work. Ask for it. But, you say, is not trifling and superfluous work, and work that has been inspired by ignoble causes, a bad sort of work? No, no more than that which is expended upon noble endeavors. Since the very quality that endures toil and rouses itself to hard and uphill effort is of the spirit which says, Why do you grow slack? It is not the part of a man to fear sweat. And besides this, in order that virtue may be perfect, there should be an even temperament and a scheme of life that is consistent with itself throughout, and this result cannot be attained without knowledge of things, and without the art which enables us to understand things human and things divine. That is the greatest good. If you seize this good, you begin to be the associate of the gods, and not their suppliant. But how, you ask, does one attain that goal? You do not need to cross a great river, or climb a great hill, or traverse a wide wasteland, or face great monsters such as Charybdis, although you have traveled through all these places for the bribe of a petty governorship. 
The journey for which nature has equipped you is safe and pleasant. She has given you such gifts that you may, if you do not prove false to them, rise to the level of God. Your money, however, will not place you on a level with God, for God has no property. Your bordered robe will not do this either, for God is not clad in raiment. Nor will your reputation, nor a display of self, nor a knowledge of your name widespread throughout the world, for no one has knowledge of God. Many even hold him in low esteem, and do not suffer for doing so. The throng of slaves which carries your litter along the city streets and in foreign places will not help you either. For this God of whom I speak, though the highest and most powerful of beings, carries all things on his own shoulders. Neither can beauty or strength make you blessed, for none of these qualities can withstand old age. What we have to seek for, then, is that which does not each day pass more and more under the control of some power which cannot be withstood. And what is that? It is the soul, but the soul that is upright, good, and great. What else could you call such a soul than a god dwelling as a guest in a human body? A soul like this may descend into a Roman knight just as well as into a freedman's son or a slave. For what is a Roman knight? or a freedman's son, or a slave. They are mere titles, born of ambition or of wrong. One may leap to heaven from the very slums. Only rise and mold thyself to kinship with thy God. This molding will not be done in gold or silver. An image that is to be in the likeness of God cannot be fashioned of such materials. Remember that the gods, when they were kind unto men, were molded in clay. Again, rather than me opining on this one, I want you to reflect on it and then answer the following question. What is Seneca getting at here exactly? And what did you take away from it? Now, again, you can keep this answer to yourself. You can write it down in your journal, or you can share it with members of our community by joining the discord at stoicismpod.com forward slash discord. And within that discord, there is a channel called episode follow-up. Drop your thoughts in there. If we see a rousing conversation in the Discord as a result of the thoughts shared, I may even share your thoughts on an upcoming episode, of course, only with your permission to do so. But for now, thank you for listening, and until next time, take care. Mm-hmm.